What is a ginverter? <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm gonna poop my pants. <laughs> Are you ready to be punched in the nuts by the truth? Then get ready for the number one no-nonsense, zero bullshit, whiner-free podcast that Time Spiral Magazine stated. What Viagra does for old people, this show does for magic players. It's the one, the only, Public Enemies Podcast. With your hosts in alphabetical order, because we didn't want to offend anybody, Dr. Jeebus. Howdy to all you ladies out there in Radio Land. Jay Bush. God damn it. And last, but never least, Tangents. One life gives you lemons. Quit. Lube up your ear holes and prepare to be skull clamped because you're tuned into Public Enemies. Yo, this is Public Enemies. We're the Beatles. We love this show. It's not horrible. I think that's the most enthusiastic opening I've ever heard. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, the Beatles. That's great. <laughs> this is Dr. Drevis and Jay. The Beatles will be joining us while well, they were joining us, but now they've left. Because Tangent is stuck in a snowstorm in Seattle, which means it's raining. That dick. Yes. So welcome to uh, episode 20 of the Jeebus and Jay Variety Hour. Yeah. I have That's... no idea what that entails. Uh, Well, there's a lady that named her Black Cat Blackie Chan. <laughs> so That's entertaining, and it is some variety. And a chick with two vaginas. So um, that's new. That's new in the news. It is. Apparently, that happens to one in three thousand women. Still refuse to believe that. No, one in three thousand. So how many people are in Boston? I don't know. Like a million. At There's night. At vaginas, night, probably. At night. At night is the answer. What the fuck? At night. <laughs> what about like major? During the day, they all leave. Major cities have different populations for, like, daytime and nighttime, because daytime, like, people commute. Like, it's probably, like, a million at night. Like, New York? No, people from fucking suburbs commute to the major cities for jobs. How many people? Enough that you have to ask the question at night? Yeah. That is fucked. Yeah, populations of major cities, like, doubles during the day. No, it doesn't. Look it up, bitch. Exactly. Exactly. You get nothing on this. What's happening? What's happening, queers? I feel like that's directed at me, as though there's multiple (laughs) of me and they're both gay. Because you're fat as shit and you're both gay. Awesome. (laughs) Yep. Tangent is the worst for not being here right now. Yep. Alright. So, what do you want to talk about? Let's talk about lands in the front. Lands in the front. That's like that sounds dirty. It sounds like <laughs> like a weird ginch in the front joke. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, lands in the front. I tried to play with lands in the front after it came out that people were playing with lands in the front or whatever. And there was this big uh, uh, there's this big hubbub about it. So, anyways, 
I tried to play lands in the front, and I just fucking couldn't. I just couldn't do it. I mean, I used to play that way. Well, everyone used to play that way, because that's how the did fucking you? rulebook told you to play. I never did. When did you start playing? I don't know. Like The first time I played is... I don't know. The first time This wasn't I... a brain teaser, dude. No, <laughs> I was like 10. I don't know. No, because that would be like 18 years ago. I played in, like, revised or fourth edition, maybe. All right, so, like, the rule books back then, like, I think all the way through Portal, whenever that was, so that's still, like, late 90s. That's way before Portal, yeah. Well, yes, obviously. So that's many years where <laughs> they were printing rule books, and they said, like, you put your lands up front, and then you tap oh. them, and then you put... Oh, yeah. No, oh, this, this happened. I don't think it did. You cannot make this shit up. Uh... Well, I didn't play like that. That's weird. Huh. Yeah, I mean, that's how that's how everyone played. And, like, someone... Who was it? Was that uh, PVDDR doing that? Yep. And, and one of the commentators was like, oh, man, that seems like cheating. What are uh, they? I don't watch that shit, so... I don't either, but that's, that's what everyone was talking about on Twitter, and I fact-checked this. Ugh. Like, I guess one of them said, like, it seemed like cheating, and then somehow that just turned into, oh, it's cheating. Really? Well, I know, well, like, in the, said it was in the community, cheating, like, he... Yeah, yeah, the community feels like you're trying to scumbag you or something. Yeah, like, later on, he did say, like, oh, it's not actually cheating, it just kind of feels weird and pos- and cheaty or something or whatever. But, like, but no one caught that. All they heard was, like, oh, my God, this dude's cheating on camera. Like, we got this motherfucker. Yeah. It's like, no, yeah, it's doing what the rule book says is not it's cheating. Stupid. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't think that it's trying to scumbag you. I think it's shitty, but I don't think it's trying to scumbag you. It's not even like shitty. It it just is. Like your lands. It just the- is. No, no one's shitty. Like, I mean, lands in the front, lands in the back. It's it's all the same thing. It's all good. What's, what's <laughs> this? Sounds like a discussion about sex. <laughs> a little like bit. Anal. <laughs> like what's n- what is shitty? There's a this is dude who's. Not if you're doing it right. Um, there's this dude who used to come to our store for tournaments, and uh, instead of like a playmat, he brought like these two things. I guess technically they were playmats, but they were shaped more like fucking enormous mouse pads. Um, and he had two of them, and they'd be like one in front of him, and then like one off to the side, and all his lands were on the one off to the side, and his permanents were in front of him. Holy fuck, that's fucking cheating. Um, I mean, it's even that's not necessarily cheating. It's that's still like that's wicked. That's pretty scummy though. Like yeah. I'm just gonna play all my permanents way over here so you forget about them. Yeah, like if you have to fully extend your arm to drop a land, like you're, there's probably something wrong with your board. State. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. That's my inclination. I can't I can't say for sure, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and say uh, probably something wrong. So what do you think of playing lands in the front? I don't care. My brother actually still does it. Like, it annoys some people. It's just whatever to me. It's, I, I don't mm-hmm. understand why that would bother people. And, like, now everyone's thinking... Like, everyone keeps talking about it. Like, oh, this is going to make it so much easier to cheat. You know, fucking whatever. I, how would that even make it easier to cheat? Like, in what- I have no idea. I don't actually know. No one does. It's a mystery. We need to get uh, house to solve it. We need to get two house to solve it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. We, 
I didn't All get right. to house. I said we need to get house to solve it. So what you're saying is we gotta go home and figure this shit out. Yeah. Alright. Alright. I'll see you, uh, see you later. Let's go home. Beep. Hi, we're the Beatles. Uh, this is pretty <laughs> horrible. Well. You well. cram it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, well, speaking uh, of, the, of like PVDR. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah, doing he's things a, wrong. He's a scumbag. He's a scumbagger. Apparently. I mean, I don't believe that. But it's it's hard to it, when you're in the middle like uh, you can you can spout off about this soon. But when you're in the middle and you like Jerry T and then you also like PV, who do you side with? It's like when your mom is beating up your dad. <laughs> it it is just like that. What do you do? I I don't I honestly don't even know how to respond to that question. <laughs> when you really when your mom is beating up dad, what do you do? No, I don't, I don't Well, have you have to have parents, and I know you don't have any, so this is the thing. Who do you, what, what do you think happened? What, what do you think's going on? I mean, it's, it's a weird thing. Do you even thing. know what happened? Yeah, um, I was actually talking to, mainly to Dance Dance Revolution about it. Dance Dance. But, so I guess what happened is, uh, PV had the wrong life total written down for his opponent. Okay. And then he attacked, and then he found out that he had made a mistake because uh, his opponent's life total had been correctly represented on his sheet the entire time. On and, his opponent's. Yeah. So Jerry T had his correct life total. How do he, we know that? They both said it. Oh. Okay. They both said that only uh, only PV had the wrong total. Okay, okay. So, yeah, there's there's no, like, dispute there. There was no dispute over the life total. No, no, so, like, what probably happened is, like, PV was like, so you die or whatever, or whatever, like, because you're at 10, and then Jerry's like, no, I'm at 3 because I was at 13 before, and then PV was like, what? And then they figured it out, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know the details of how the attack would have ended based on the life totals. All I know is he made an attack based on uh, incorrect information he had given himself, and then he asked for Takesies Backsies, um, yep. and Jerry said no. Right. And then, see, that's Ooh, where... because Jerry's a scumbag now. Well, but see, then that's where it gets weird. Because, like, it, I mean, it would be nice to, but at the same time, like, you're trying to win, like, you didn't do anything wrong, you know. If my no, opponent's... I'm just kidding. I wouldn't let anything... Yeah. Especially at a GP, right. or a PT, or a whatever. It's like... I would be letting that shit back. No, no, no. Yeah, I mean, I've heard people, like, muttering them to themselves, you know, in, like, Legacy, like, oh, man, you know, I can't cast Luan because you'll just counter it with Curse Catcher. And, like, nope, you can't counter it with Curse Catcher, but I'm going to let you think I can. Like, yeah. if, if you think something that is incorrect and is to my advantage, why would I correct you? Exactly. Um, like, so that's like a guy today was like, a guy today was like, he could have killed me a couple of different ways, and he just, like, ended up scooping. And I was like, yeah, you could have just countered that and won. And he was like, nah, you probably just had the counter spell. I'm like, yep, I probably did. But like, uh, but anyway, so yeah, so I wouldn't allow Takesies Backsies either. I'm just, I'm just... Yeah, so, like, PV attacks, like, Jerry says no Takesies Backsies, but, yeah. then, but then PV calls a judge and asks the judge, like, Takesies Backsies? And the, really, like, what what was the whole story? Like, don't just be a piece of shit here. I want to know the whole story. Well, that's pretty much it. it, it like, that's what he was asking for on the grounds that but, it was... But it wasn't... 
I let me finish on the grounds that it was an illegal game state. Was it? No, not at all. No, no, that's what he was asking. That was that was his argument. Oh, really? And that's why it really sounded like he was fishing. Because I don't know how you can like play that level and not understand that like that's as long as his opponent had the correct total like it's not even an illegal game state it's if his opponent's was wrong it's misrepresenting the game state but right. it, it would also if it's intentional isn't that isn't that failure to main game maintain game state or something like cuz you no oh like well having eh. what happens if i say what's your life total and you just show me your life total pads and you don't actually speak and your life pad is wrong then there's an investigation if you've if you've deliberately it, like it doesn't matter whether you say the number or whether you show it. If you but what if the number's wrong, like in PV's case? Oh, oh, like what if Jerry asks? Yeah, uh, what if Jerry's like, "What's your life total?" and like, or I'm like, "Hey, Jeebus, what's your life total?" and you just show me a pad of paper with the number eighteen written on it, mm-hmm. but your life total's five. Well, that's different. Like, you'd have to ask me my life total and then see that I have the wrong total for you. What? No, that's not what I'm asking. Well, if I'm at 18 and I show you a pad that says 5 and I know that's wrong, then I'm cheating. Yeah, but how do I know that you know that's what it is? That's where investigations come in. Because, hmm. like, well, first of all, in order to in order to even think that that number is not wrong, the judge, you know, you need to make an argument for how that got to 5. With If, it, it's, if it's supposed to be 18, that's... So that's you can't just say, like, he asked me, like, I, you can't just say, like, I wrote... I wrote down five. Like, like, oh, like if the judge comes over and is like investigating, you can't be like, I don't know, I wrote five, so that must have been it. Yeah, or like, or like, I just wrote the no- or like, yeah, that, or even just like, I just wrote the number five down, and then he looked at it and thought it was my life total. I just wrote the number five. I don't even know how to answer that. It sounds like you're asking me like, how do you respond as a judge when someone is blatantly cheating in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying, like, cause, cause there's nothing, there's nothing that says that I can't take notes. There's nothing that says that I can't take notes during the match, right? Right. Well, okay. It's... And then wait, no, no. And then there's nothing that says that are there, there. And notes are private, right? I don't have to let you see my notes, right? Correct. Correct. So if I write down just a bunch of numbers, like if I write down like. Like, how many cards I want to sideboard out. So I'm like, one. Oh, and, that, and then I draw another dead card in this matchup. So I scratch it out, and I write down two. And then I scratch it out, and I write down three. Or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say I do that, right? Or I write down five, and then I'm like, okay. And then i got to sideboard in five cards, and I want to remember that I have to sideboard in five cards. Because I don't want to forget, because they're all important. So I go in, and I put one card from my sideboard into my deck in between games. And I cross it out, and I put four. And now i got to go look for the other four cards. Okay, now i got to go down to three. Oh, here's two Oblivion Rings. i got to go down to one. And then you see that on my life total, and you think that my life total is one or something at some so, point in the game, where it, instead it's three, right? It's not like 20 to one or something. And then you just attack, and like you're like, he's misrepresenting his life total. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to figure out but like, if, how Well, if you're looking happen. at the wrong thing, then no, he's not. That's uh, Like, that's the most improbable series of events. Well, kind of, except for that, like, right now I'm looking... And I kind of thought that, too. Like, like, no, your question is more... It's pretty far-fetched. Yeah, this is I'm more saying, ridiculous than, like, humility shenanigans. Yeah, but what I'm saying here, what I'm saying here is, like, I thought so, too. But then, when I look at my life pad right now, 
mm-hmm. that's next to me from playing, like, I don't know, a couple FNMs ago where I was playing Pristine Control. There's literally, like, f- six games worth of life on this one thing. Okay. None of it is scratched out. So it's not, like, completely obvious which game we're talking about if you were at a glance to look at it. Well, then you would ask instead of just assuming, um, you know, there's a hundred numbers on this sheet and none of them are crossed out. So I'm just going to choose the one that I want his life total <laughs> to be, and we'll, and we'll go with that. No, okay. it was, okay. like, like P- <laughs> there was no misrepresentation of numbers. PV had the wrong number. Jerry, maybe he knew, maybe he didn't. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, they're not disputing that his number was wrong and that it was, I assume it was accidentally wrong. I'm sure that was an honest mistake. But to not only, like, and to ask your opponent for, you know, to take it back is fine. To call a judge is, eh, I don't know, that's a little weird. You should know better. But then to appeal that to the head judge? And the weird thing is, like, he won the game anyway. Like, I guess, I guess. Really? Yeah. Oh, I I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah, Jerry, like, Jerry even said, like, you know, it didn't matter. Because, well, because I, like, I posed the question, like, which, which even is worse? Like, someone potentially fish, fishing for a ruling, which people do all the time, or someone whining about a ruling that went their way. And then, like, Jerry kind of explained his side, and he mentioned that, you know, like, it, he's like, it didn't matter, like, PV had the game anyway. So, I guess just not that turn, but I, you know, he must have still been fucked regardless. Yeah, I guess, but then why did it matter? I I don't know. This is weird. This is confusing. It is weird. It like it really does seem like he was fishing for ruling, and that's fine. Like, it's kind of scummy, but it's not like it. You know, it's something he's known for. And it's if it's even possible he was fishing for ruling just on the basis of his own frustration. What like do you he, mean? Well, like he was so upset with himself for like fucking up and like making this awful play based on his prior fucking up that he just wanted to somehow make it officially have never happened. But that's, I mean, that's all sorts of crazy conjecture. Yeah. But this actually, this does remind me of, um, totally unrelated, but it was a really funny story from a sealed tournament I went to. So it's just like a regular, you know, sealed in a store. There's probably like a dozen or 16 people or something like that. And, uh, I played against an opponent and like he presents his deck and I shuffle and hand it back. And he mulligans, he, he mulligans, but he's really mad about it. So he gives me a deck. He argues me the deck again, and I shuffle it. And he has to mulligan a second time. And now he's just pissed because he has never mulliganed in his life. <laughs> Ever. What the fuck? And, like, so he's getting really mad. I'm like, like, are you accusing me of cheating? Like, you know, like, if you think I'm cheating, call He's like, no, I don't think you're cheating, but, like, this, this doesn't happen, you know? Like, I don't know what you're doing or, like, how you're shuffling it that's all weird. And then finally, I call the judge because I'm just <laughs> sick of busting with this dude. And, but, like, he starts explaining to the judge, and his actual question, this isn't how he words it, but his actual question is, like, my opponent properly randomized my deck, which prevented me from cheating. Can you give him a game loss? <laughs> He's asking the judge, he's like, you know, like, like, when I shuffle my deck, you know, the way I shuffle it, you know, I never, I never have mana problems stuff, but then I let him shuffle it, and he, you know, and I've had to mulligan twice. She's like, you... And so, like, you know, something's up Yeah, she's that. like, you never have to mulligan when you shuffle. He's like, no, no. She's so like, yeah, it sounds like you're the one who's not shuffling, right? <laughs> 
It's like, like that's scummy. Like that's yeah. pretty scummy. Speaking of mulligans, guess what I had to do today? I had to fucking mulligan to three. So literally, it was mulligan to four, and the land that I kept, the hand that I kept, was like day of judgment, mana leak, something else, and fucking ghost quarter. I'm surprised you went to three. Like, I don't actually think I've ever seen someone mull to three. Except- no, no, no. I didn't go to three. I went to four. Oh, okay. But but my land, like, my fourth card was Ghost Quarter in a blue-white control deck. It's still a land. Yep, it is. You're only an island away from that mana leak you're holding. That could- Which is pretty good. Well, I mean, that could be key to buy you time into Day of Judgment. And, like... What? You said you had Day, right? Yeah. So, you know, Mana League buys you an extra turn to draw land, to cast the Day of Judgment. Like, if you're playing against an aggro deck, that can be key, because especially against a dude with four cards in their hand, they're just going to overextend and try and end that game right away. So if that uh, leak uh, buys a turn and you can day and just wipe their board, and then all of a sudden... Uh, it's, yes. It's, I mean, yeah, it's a shitty four-card hand, but... It, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Got me. Well, you said you mulled, I saw, like, you mentioned it on Twitter, it said you mulled to three both games? Yeah, yeah, like, I mulled to three, and then I mulled to four with a ghost quarter. So, do, do you frequently mull to three? Because I've never... No, I'm, that was the first time I ever did it. Okay, I was going to say, the only time I've ever seen anyone mull to three is on uh, Moto, when, like, they go to four and they've decided they're just going to lose the game anyway, and they mulled to and zero. And they just click again, yeah. 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 No, it's just like you you just can't you can't keep a hand that's like Gideon Karn Elspeth and like I don't know, Day of Judgment. You can't keep that hand. It's already only like what three cards can you possibly get? Like three lands. One land. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I would like I wouldn't mull the two or one, but I would definitely from four I would mull the three in the hopes of getting one land. Yeah, and I mean, I guess if... And guess, or three lands. Like, that's better than getting four five drops and no land. Yeah. All I, of which have double color commitment. Yeah, I mean, I guess if it's if it's literally four or five drops, then it's essentially a hand of zero cards, so... Yeah, like, exactly. Like, that's what I mean. Like, what are you... You're just going to difference? Yeah. Yeah, like, what's the difference at that point, right? Like, you might as well just mull, so... Yeah. Anyways. Well, that's... Uh, also, I was playing Pristine Talisman, and that deck is just not... Good still, right now. I really like that deck, but like I don't know. I think it's fallen out. I think, you know, it's just not. New decks have come into the meta. You say it's falling out like it was supremely popular at any point. It was. P.S. Yeah. You know what? You know what deck is the shit? And by the shit, I mean fucking dirt garbage boo. Is fucking Rune Chancer's Pike. <laughs> I played ten games with that last night. Well, on one Wednesday night. Ten. Mm. Ten games with it, and not once could I get fucking to a third fucking land. Like, why the fuck does well, that deck play four fucking Snapcaster Mages if you're never going to have five mana? How many land does it play? Twenty-one. It plays twenty-one lands, and then people tell me that's because of Ponder and Gitaxian Probe. Makes sense. I just, I, does it? I don't know how this works at all. Why the fuck? It depends. What, I mean, it depends what the curve is. Like, twenty twenty one land is for, like, that's, like, white weenie mana. Yeah, but, like, you're not playing white weenie. Like, even Snapcaster Mage, like, so what are you? You're just, like, you're playing Snapcaster Mage to only Snapcaster back uh, probes and ponders? 
you're never going to need four mana to Snapcaster back a counter spell? Like, why the mm-hmm. fuck are you even playing those cards, then? That makes no sense to me. Well, it depends on the matchup, too. I mean, if you're in, like, a fucking control mirror, like, you turn one Gataxian probe them, see it's a control mirror with a slow hand, yeah, you just turn two Snapcaster and start beating for two and get, like, eight damage in before they do anything. Because they're yeah, not going to day it. That's Snapcaster. fine. That's fine. But then why are you playing Snapcaster Mage? Why don't you play, like, Invisible Stalker or something? And even then, Invisible Stalker is the worst. And I've seen it in some of those lists. But, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, Do you that... actually need me to answer why you would play that over Invisible Stalker? If, yeah, even if up. that was your goal? The other thing is, like, why wouldn't you... Why, why doesn't this deck have any, like, those Arbiters in it? What are those guys called? Silent Arbiter? No. The Oh, the... The guy that makes it so you can't cast Instance... Or that your opponent can't do stuff on your turn? Yeah, yeah. The Grand Isn't that guy better in a control mirror? Why don't you play that? Uh-huh. Because? Why would you play a deck with 21 fucking lands? I'm going to build this deck. Not with fucking Rune Chanter's Pike. Maybe with Rune Chanter's Pike. I'm going to build it. I'm going to build it fucking properly. And I'm going to play with 23 lands in it. 21 lands. 21 lands and like two or three of them are Moorland Haunt. Do you know how many times I got stuck with like an Island Moorland Haunt? Like, how many like, times did you get stuck with an Island Moorland Haunt hand, Jay? Like four. Four with a fucking. Four times. And then that is like, amazing. And then you draw a fucking Geist of St. Taft. And you're like, yep, can't cast that. And then you draw a fucking Midnight Haunting. And you're like, oh, for fuck's sakes. And then you draw an Island. And you're like, man, I can't even make a Moorland Haunt token from the Snapcaster Mage. That I did fucking eight damage with in this control mirror. Well, it sounds to me like you need to get that dude I played against to uh, shuffle for you, and then you won't have those problems anymore. It sounds like it. Hmm. Like, I mean, that just sounds like you having horrific luck. Ten games and you can't even draw fucking lands? Because this this deck plays 21 of them. 21 lands. Yeah, that should still get you to three mana, though. Fuck that deck. Fuck it. Fuck you. You like that deck? You're gay. No, I've never played the deck. I'm just saying fuck you. Oh. Well, whatever. Nobody cares about what you think or what you say. They do. People listen to us, despite whatever... Well, not everyone. They listen to us. They don't listen to you. Hello. Ouch. Sick. So right now, this is just uh, Jay's extended monologue? Yep. I can see that. I'd, I'd pay for that. Probably. What else? Lands in front is totally cheating. Oh, Innistrad spoilers. What do you think of this mythic rare that costs seven mana that gives your creature plus one plus zero? I'm gonna ass- oh, never mind. <laughs> I was oh, about to make okay. fun of you for saying Innistrad spoilers, but I'm the one who wrote that on the show notes, so go me. <laughs> oh yep. <laughs> <laughs> but good for you for not catching it either. Just being no, like, I just it- read. I just read whatever you put on the prompter. <laughs> I'm Ron mm. Burgundy. Yep. Um, yeah, so there's, we had a couple really shitty mythic artifacts spoiled this week, huh? Yeah. Yep. So, but, well, before we get to, yeah, I guess that one's first. So it's okay. mythic flip equipment, Elbrus the Binding Blade. It is a seven mana equipment. It costs one to that, equip. That gives plus one plus O. Oh. Nothing else. Not Death Touch. Not fucking First Strike. Are you saying you uh, wouldn't pay eight mana to give a creature plus one plus O? Oh? Oh, man, I never even considered that. Hmm. It's pretty good, now that you put it that way. I mean, it's it's pretty efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, in case you didn't know, it's legendary. Well, it has to be. It's got a proper name. It's not just, like, generic Binding Blade. It's Elbrus the Binding Blade. It is yeah. 
you know. So this is the most awesomest of swords. Like when you read like the Game of Thrones books, and they're like, "Take my sword and avenge me." His name is Oathbreaker, and you're like, "Wow, <laughs> Oathbreaker! Like that is some serious shit." Like knights, they be taking oaths, and then you just fucking break that shit right up. You're like, "No, man, I don't play that shit. I'm fucking Method Man. We gon' be smoking," and you just <laughs> crack him right in half with this Oathbreaker. And then they're like, "I pledge my loyalty to protect the queen," and then you're like, "Well, not today, bringer," and you fucking kill him. Yeah, that. <laughs> Like, and then you find out later on when some nerd, like, you know, rolls for stats, you find out that actually Oathbreaker is a plus one plus O, like, brittle sword, like, fire poker that somebody stole from, like, an inn. And that if they somehow, like, only poke you in the eye, like, and, like, kill the, the, the bridge troll just perfectly, and the sun aligns with the moon, then it turns into a fucking demon. Yeah, so you don't have to poke them in the eye. It just has to deal combat damage to a player. And then the equipment transforms. Yeah, on turn it, eight. On turn eight, you just have to deal combat damage to a player. And you with know, this guy. The worst part of it is uh, once it transforms, your creature doesn't get that plus one plus oh anymore that you paid eight mana for. Yeah, you paid eight <laughs> mana. You paid eight mana, and then that guy's sword left. Like, just, like you just killed the guy, and then no, no, his sword just crumbled. Also... I didn't read this properly. Well, should we at some point say what it flips into? Yeah, yeah. I just I just read this for the first time ever. Yeah, it, it's it flips into a thirteen thirteen legendary demon that has flying, trample, and intimidate, and it and then it has an ability, a special ability. Why don't you tell us what that is? When a player loses the game, put thirteen plus one plus one counters on it. Oh my god, this is just horrible. I mean, it's. It's obviously an EDH card. Um, yeah, like, why did they even print this in this set? Fuck. Like, this actually... What the fucking idiots. Although, considering oh. you can cheat this into play, like... With a, with a fucking... What's the who's in there? Well, I mean, you can you could stoneforge it anyway. Like, you just watch. Stick, yeah. yeah, people are going to stoneforge this in, in Legacy. They'll just fucking, like, drop it into play turn three and, like, hit you with their Delver and have a 13-13 on turn three. Uh, yep. That's this probably not the, actually going to happen. This will be the new Dark Depths. Yeah, why not? But, uh, I mean, for, in terms of EDH, though, which, since it has a whenever an or whenever a player loses clause, that's obviously where it's designed. Like, yeah. you put this into Goto, like, you cast your general, and then you just equip this for one and, you know... And Mellow. then you crack twice, and then you just actually just win. Yeah. So, I mean, in EDH, where it was clearly, clearly designed for... Um, it shouldn't even be called, like, Elbrus the Winding Blade. They shouldn't give it some crazy name. It should just be, like, Godo's Blade. Because that's the only use for it. And while it is well, it is fairly good for that... Nope, it can't go into a Godo deck, because it turns into a black demon. Yep. This card is fucking terrible. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> Oh, man. What do you think of Executioner's Hood? I think that's pretty good. Not pretty good, but good enough. Is it? Yeah, because cards that give Intimidate over and over again. But what do you think of Gruesome Deformity? Well, like, I've or never... We're not going to talk about comparable cards that you've never played because they're terrible. Hmm? Nothing. Go ahead. I've never actually played... That card. <laughs> but you would leave it. Cody Cross, man, you 
fucking piece of shit. Um, I've never played that card, but I've had it played against me, and it's 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 like uh, it's like Spectral Flight. Like there's very almost almost no situations where that's a card that should be in your deck. But I've seen it where that card ends up being something that could win you the game. Now, gruesome deformity is like way worse, but this card isn't. Like it, like isn't isn't having all of your creatures having intimidate, isn't that isn't isn't yeah. that good? I mean, limited. It I mean, is it's not, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about anything champions. but limited, right? Maybe even EDH. I might play this in EDH. Probably not, but well, uh, just play Trailblazer Boots. That's way better. No, for I you. I would probably just play Whisper Silk Cloak, right? Um, that gives Shroud though, not Hexproof, so you could easily fuck yourself from that. No, it gives Shroud an unblockable though. I don't care about the sh- like anything else. What if you want to? What if you want to start dumping other equipment on it? You no, you don't. You don't because you have an unblockable. Untargetable general. You just you don't you just kill him. Okay. Yeah, like, like I'm, saying, I'm just saying, like in 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 limited, where you're just like limited always comes down to guys, right? Like no one is winning limited well, games. Well, that's because girls suck at magic, so of course no it game involves yeah. them. But I mean, like I just mean like <laughs> playing playing mans and then turning them sideways. Like nobody wins magic games because they like maybe some people mill you, but nobody wins magic games because they're like gaining infinite life or casting infinite burn spells or something, right? So I just mean like executioner's hood is a is a seems like a card that I would be fine putting in my deck and just playing. And then being like, yep, I play a 3-3, equip it, attack you for 3 every turn until you kill that guy, and then like equip it on my other 3-5, attack you, put it on my 2-1 interloper that you can't block, like that now is relevant because he can't block, like, do you know what I mean? Does that, doesn't this seem like a card that could be fine and limited? What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, I'm a limited champion, what, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm Mana Screw McGee. I'm willing, <laughs> I'm willing to give this a chance over enchantments that do the same thing. Because it's not an enchantment, so, like, maybe you'll get more use out of it. But it's also, like, four mana the first time. At least Gruesome Deformity is just, like, a single mana. Yeah, that's true. But speaking well, of alternate ways, I just gotta throw this out there. Speaking uh, of alternate ways to lose the game, yeah. I cast, um, I did a draft last night uh, at the store. I cast Mirror Mad Phantasm for the first time ever. What is it? Oh, so, yeah. So, needless to say, the um, the packs were all pretty weak, if this is making the cut in my deck. Mm-hmm. Cast it for the first time ever. Is this I, uh, draft. Okay, okay. So I I block his like giant guy that's attacking me, then use its ability, because like I've got a bunch of guys out, um, and I'm like, oh well, I've got Snapcaster in hand, I've got open mana, I've got two feeling of um dread, not yeah, feeling of dread, the tap thing, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, in my deck, and I've got like two moment of heroisms. Mm-hmm. So there's a good chance if I mill some of my deck that uh I could just win the game next turn. Sure. Yeah, first time I ever used it, milled my whole deck. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's gonna be the story. Is that it? Like, it obviously the first time you used it, it was like, nope. Who's playing this, Doctor Jeebus? Yeah, this is the last card in your library. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, actually, it was even worse than that. It wasn't the last card. It was the second to last card. So I had one turn to try and win, and I could do lethal if it had been the third to last. Because I had an O one civilized scholar, and if I could, act, and a creature, I could pitch to him. So all I had to do was pitch the fucking scholar, and I was golden. But uh, <laughs> or not pitch the scholar, just pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it sucked. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, that mirror man phantasm actually is just the worst. I don't ever use it for its ability. 
I I would play it maybe as like a five one flyer because like for some reason there's still lots of decks that just can't deal with flyers. Yeah, so, no, it was just in there as a five one flyer, but this was like yeah. I had got his life down really low, and then you were just being greedy. Well, I had wound up in a pretty shitty position. Um, I kept I kept drawing land, and then he kept just drawing dies and was overwhelming the board. Uh, yeah. And he even had like a one one flyer. So I'm like, you know what? Let's let's just go for it because if this game drags on, there's just going to be no way I can win. And uh, yeah, it went from potentially being like one of my most epic wins to quite possibly my most epic loss. Nice. Yeah. So that was fun. But moving on to spoilers. Um, so what do you think of Craftiger's Cage? Because people have a lot of different opinions on it's this. It's already like ten dollars. I think it's the single most powerful uh, like hoser they've printed. Since since they realized that cards like conversion should never have been printed in the first place, I don't know what card that is, but okay. It's, so it's from it's from Elf. It's a white enchantment that just says nope, mountains or plains now forever. Oh yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, Grafter's cage, good diver. Gurban Durban's cage costs one mana. That's pretty good. Yeah. So it's one mana. Creatures can't enter the, enter the battlefield from graveyards or libraries, and players can't cast cards in graveyards or libraries. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I only play, I only really play limited and uh, constr- and standard, right? Like, I know this is like hosing dredge or I don't no, know something in vintage or it I doesn't. Don't know. It doesn't really hold hose dredge. Whatever. But, just shut up. All what right. I'm saying what I'm saying is that. What I'm saying is that, like, I know it probably hoses other decks, like, in other formats, mm-hmm. but I'm just going to step away from that, and I don't want anyone to talk to me about that. Shut up about that, everybody who's going to, like, listen to this and then be like, uh, idiot in, in legacy, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. I don't care about any of that shit. So anyway, in standard, like, this just seems really powerful. Like, you just play two of these in every deck you ever build in the sideboard, and it's like somebody shows up with, like, a Burning Vengeance deck, and you're just like, no. And then somebody shows up with like a any type of like control deck with think twices and snapcaster mages and forbidden alchemies and fucking solar flare completely just like just right out the window. Like this just seems really good. You said people have different opinions on this? There are people you know that don't think that? Some people are going overboard. Like this isn't that strong in legacy. Like yes, it does hurt dredge. Because they can't get their narcomebas, they can't reanimate Icarids. If you you can't cast a Dread Return um, from your graveyard, and if you somehow have the mana for it, you can't get anything back. But all the other hate that exists is better because they still can dredge, and then they just destroy this or bounce it, and then they win. So that's fine. Yeah, um, yeah like yeah. Leyline's better. You know, Crypt and Relic, even though they're one shots, at least the stuff's gone forever. So for Legacy, at least for Dredge, this isn't a big deal. Um, I'm good. Like that you, I'm and, glad yeah. that you told me that. Yeah, for Dredge and Reanimate, it's not a big deal. I know you don't care about Legacy. Right. Um, I don't know, maybe for like fucking Natural Lord or whatever. For Modern, this is really good because it'll stop like combo decks pretty much. Because um, the Pass and Flames deck is actually like it's a deck. Okay. But not anymore, I guess. And it probably still will. It probably still will be. Like, Mental Misstep is still banned, which sucks, but, like, whatever, repeal, two mana, like, win the game this turn, draw a card. Mm. Seems good. So, I mean, there's answers to it. But, yeah, in standard, like, it stops it stops all that stuff, 
it's good against like Wolf Run or any other like big mid range decks that use Green Sun Zenith because you Zenith and oops now I can't get anything. Really? Um, is yeah. that how that works? It says you can't cast a card. First line is creatures can't enter the battlefield from graveyard. Oh, and oh yeah, right, right. So right. it stops like natural order, Green Sun Zenith. Um, oh, tooth and nail. Fuck. Yeah. Oh no, because that goes to your hand first. Never yes, mind. that's crisis averted. Crisis averted. It's also it's really good for EDH because the thing I hate more than anything else is decks that are like future sight divining top draw my whole deck and it stops that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what it doesn't stop something very specific. And uh people are going to miss this. If you insist on playing combo in, like, Modern, I think Living End is the deck to play. Okay. Because Living End and Living Death are not stopped by this. Just because... Because they, they exile all the cards, and then they bring them back. Yes. Because what they... In theory, what they do is simple. You're just switching what's in play and what's in graveyards. But, like, logistically, it has to be more complicated and just completely circumvent this card. So, that's kind of cool. And I think a lot of people are going to wind up, like, they'll play against a fucking, like, Living End deck, and then they'll board these in, and then you'll yeah. be like, sucka, we gonna be smoking. <laughs> we gonna be smoking. Although, the, like, maybe the Living End player is bad and thinks that it does work. That's true, too. That would be even funnier. Mm-hmm, 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 Like, yeah. Um, mm. So that card's good. Moving on, Jar of Eyeballs is a fucking rare... We already talked about that. Well, you yeah, but I didn't realize it was a rare. What a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Well, Heavy Matic is... Um, we don't I, need to talk about commons, bro. I just want to... Well, you wanted to talk about the hood, because you think That's it's awesome. That's good. It's fine. The Heavy Matic isn't actually any different than, like, the Silver in Digger, really. Except that it costs, like, eight oh. times more. Dude, it's like... Yeah. The, it's like the worst equipment they've ever printed. It's what? worse than oh. seven mana plus one plus O's. Is it really? Yeah, that's probably true. Well, that at least turns into fucking 13-13. Yeah. That card's awful. But Hellvault, a fucking mythic, this card made me so mad when I read it. This thing is such a piece of shit. Really? Yes. This doesn't seem good to you? No, this thing is god-awful. So you play it, and then any creature that is going to die, you just exile it anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you kill your Hellvault, and you got all your guys back. Right, but the decks that are going to be... I don't know that anyone's even going to be doing that. That's a lot of hoops to r- jump through. You have to you have to race, waste spots. First of all, this is also legendary, but you have to waste. Oh my god! Really? What the fuck? Yeah. Fuck this card. So moving on. Warden of the Wall. What do you think actually, of this? Well, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. So the fact that it's legendary helps. Now they think about it, because I was thinking like you have to waste slots on this, then you have to keep mana open to exile stuff, and then you need to waste slots on ways to kill this. Because it's a legendary, you can just play another one to kill it. Um, so using it to save your own guys true, yeah. is okay, I guess. The thing that pisses I'm just, me off... I'm just thinking of, like, playing this in something like... Wouldn't this be good? I mean, in Limited, it'd be... I mean, if you have a way to kill it, I mean, maybe you play it just as removal, right? Like, just as re- reusable removal. <laughs> right. But then I'm just thinking, like, in a deck like... Say, even a deck like um, Wolf Run, where you have both colors of lots of access to blowing up artifacts, you're going to need to blow up artifacts anyway because of... Um, Swords and Rune Chanters pikes and shit. So you're gonna be playing those cards anyway. So like, wouldn't this be good in a way like that? Where like you're like, yeah, I play a Titan, I go get my lands, okay, go. And then someone's like, you know, Doomblade at the end of your turn, and you're like, all right, well, exile my Titan. And then they're like, okay, go. And then they do something, and you're like, Ancient Grudge this, or you know, something. Like, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying like, but that also like those are ramp decks, and that slows your ramp down a turn. 
Eh, no, because you played a Titan, you got two lands out of it, then you exiled it, and then you blew it up, and you got two lands out of it. Right, but the Titan came down a turn later, because you had to waste time casting yeah. it, and you needed seven mana to cast the Titan instead of six. I guess. But the reason this card sucks, it's seven and tap to exile an opponent's creature, which, yeah. I mean, I you know, for colorless, that's probably a fair cost. But when it's destroyed, all the creatures come back onto their owner's controls. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, for this, I thought it was your control. No, this if it was your control, shit. if it was your control, it would at least feel mythic. Like, because they get their creatures back if you're using it as removal, it's just like 10 mana, opponent cast shatter, nothing yeah. happens. That's, that's not even good in EDH. Why the fuck would anybody play this? It's not. It's awful. Like... Yeah, if they came under your control, I'd be happy with it. But that is just, just awful. Just awful. <laughs> Moving on. What do you think of this warden of the wall? This bro. I think it's uh, slow. <laughs> really slow. Like it's slow. I don't know if I would ever want to use it. Really? Like I guess in limited, if I'm just really worried about opponents' flyers and I have nothing better, then I guess I can pay three mana for a two-three flyer that comes in tapped and can never attack. Mm, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like this guy seems fine. Like he ramps you from uh three to five. Yeah. Like what are you doing on turn three that you need that one mana normally anyway? Like you're like, oh fuck, I wish this was just a three mana spell that like put a land into play untapped so that I could then caravan vigil. I wish this was just like another two mana. I wish it was just like another two drop mana rock. Yeah, that'd be fine, but they can't do that because they're just too concerned with being cute. I guess. Hey, more lands got got uh, spoiled. Look at this. Yeah. Grim Grim Backwoods. It's the green black land, and it uh, make it it lets you sack a creature to draw a card. Oh wow! For the low low cost of four mana and tap it. So two a black and a green and tap it. Well, if anybody is an, not an idiot, which is nobody, and <laughs> listens, you, they would know that I said that the other lands in the cycle of the Vault of the Archangel will not be as good as Vault of the Archangel. Because everybody, A, first of all, is blinded by all the black-white tokens that are going to be made, and that Soren's black-white, and that this gives lifelink and death touch. Like, that's pretty good. And everybody's just got, like, a major boner for this. Like, like if you told somebody to, like, butt-fuck Mitt Romney... Uh, they would. They're so blinded that they would do that because of all of the air, you know. So they yeah, think not someone from this state. So, so they think that there's going to be like a cycle of uber powerful lands, like a cycle of them. Not just not just Vault of the Archangel, or maybe two of them will be powerful. They think that like oh, all five of them are just going to be fucking insanely powerful, bro. Deck brewers, uh. yeah, and everyone's I, just stupid. Like yeah, stupid. that's that's retarded of them to think, but like. I have mixed feelings about this. The card itself is bad. Um, the land, yeah. Yeah, undeniably. Like, I'd just throw it into an EDH deck. Yeah, and, like, these a... are rare. That's pretty fucking shitty. But at the same time... Is, like, is Blood Hall a rare? Yeah. They all are. Fuck. That's fucked, man. Yep. But it the... should be an uncommon. Like, this is a shitty land in the cycle. Make it an uncommon. Who cares? No one's gonna fucking... <laughs> no one's gonna stop buying magic cards because of that. So what you're saying is what you're saying is that this card is terrible. Please force me to open more of them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Just so, long that as I, so that I get a rare in my pack instead of this. <laughs> well, what if the rare is bad too? Fine. What if the rare is Hell Vault? Fine, fine. Fuck it. I don't care. And as long as I'm not opening fucking three Grim Backwoods. But it's even though this card's bad, I'm happy to see this ability again 
because we don't see stuff like this a lot. Um, it's true. Maybe because like reprocess is really good. This will go right into the EDH deck that already does this anyway, too. Yeah. What's like, that his name? Savra? Savra. But, and the problem with Savra is, like, she has no way to actually sacrifice anything. Yeah. Which is really weird, because Lazolda, you can pay two mana to sack a creature, so I don't know why Savra wouldn't. What does Lazolda do? Um, she's the same sort of thing. She was the, uh, the Rakdos one. But when, when oh, you Oh, yeah. Sacked, you, like, sack a guy, and you either, like, what, shock someone, or... If it was red, you shock something. If it was black, you draw a card. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, black was, or Savra was the same thing, where if it was green, you gain two life. If it was black, um, everyone else sacks something. But Savra ha- ha- uh, doesn't have a sock- sack outlet. Yeah. I think it's because that would be too powerful, though. Putting a, putting Grave Pact on something that can actively sack itself. Like, imagine if Grave Pact read what it does, but also had an activated ability of just, like, to sack a creature. Oh, you fucked. I'd be okay with it. Yeah, but you are the worst person <laughs> on the planet. I suppose. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, even though um, even though you don't want to talk about commons, I really like mm-hmm. this land, the other land. Which one? Havenful Havengull uh, Fengra? I would be happier opening that as a rare than the Grim Backwoods. Really? You I like think. this? How many of these are you going to draft at a common? What the fuck? Draft? Uh, if it's foil, you, you I like see. this? I will put one foil one of these in every EDH deck I own. Why? Because it's a land and it's a, like a regrowth. Like a regrowth, yeah. And it's the same thing. Like I got like a fuck ton of uh, buried ruin, the artifact one from M12 for EDH. Ugh, as well. I haven't put that in a single EDH deck. Well, I have like I have Goto, I have Kemba, and I have Karn. Which were all heavy artifacts, so I just toss them in there. Mm. But yeah, like it's in a Karn deck that I, one of my friends has. Yes, I guess. I don't know. I think as a common, it's pretty good. I actually probably wouldn't be happy if this was a rare, but I'd understand it. But I wouldn't be happy. But I'd understand it. But, all right. Well, so that's land and artifacts. But there's other. Hey, well, did you? This Diagraph Captain's actually really good. Blue black zombie, it's a two two for three. It has death touch. That's really good. And other zombies get plus one plus one. And then whenever a zombie dies, uh that you control, somebody like target opponent just loses a life. That's good. It is. And this now we have to talk about um Nope, we don't. We don't. Nope, this is not a horde of notions. Why? What's horde of notions talking about? I'm just making a Chris Lansdale joke because I love that kid. Oh, okay. I didn't even know he was, like, on an actual show. I thought he just did guest spots everywhere. No, he's on Horde of Notions. Well, you're welcome for your support. <laughs> My <laughs> favorite show. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway, talk- just addressing talk- something people have said, because people are like, oh, whatever, they're just, like, handing you these decks, and they're stupid, and they're tribal, and they're casual. Yeah. And, like... But, you know, Wizards has done this before. Like, that's what people thought about fairies at first, and, like, Jund, and... But they'll never make that mistake again. And Jund, I don't think they meant for that to happen. Jund isn't a tribal deck. It's not, but it's still a deck that was handed to you. Like, Affinity, everyone was like, well, they'll never make that mistake again. Yeah, but Affinity Affinity was, you know, was tribal. And, like, fairies, yeah, it was like, what, what are you, a fucking idiot? You, you fucking... Put you made counter spells with flash and with guys and with infinite 
card advantage and thought that that would be fine. Like, th- this isn't the same as that. This Diagraph Captain is not the same as that. Well, I'm not talking specifically about him. Like, the werewolves and vampires. Like, probably most notably the werewolves. It's, I mean, it's just like, yeah, you know, they made Affinity and everyone's like, well, they won't make that mistake again. And then they made Fairies and everyone's like, well, they won't make that mistake again. And, and then like, you, you think they're making that mistake again with zombies? No, with zombies. Just, I don't think people, cause there's gonna be one of these for all four monster tribes. Um, there's gonna be a spirit one coming out as well, I guess. Like a what? Like a... a so a like cap- a, like a one, a blue, and a white. Yeah, like a, and a ca- and it'll be a captain or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Well, not necessarily captain, cause like, the wolf and the vampire aren't. Oh, the vampire is. The wolf's not. What's the wolf? Emmer, well, I, well, like, I guess you can't have, like, a wolf soldier captain guy. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... I just don't want to, you know... It's not worth... Like, you shouldn't just immediately dismiss it. You know, at least take a look at it. But no, I don't think... I don't think zombies is going to be the one. Okay. <laughs> Good talk. Alright, anyway. So actually, yeah, the the vampire captain's the only other new one. Not the only other new one. Is it? Nah. Grave Tiller Worm. That's new. We didn't talk about that last week. Well, I meant the only other new gold one. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, Grave Tiller Worm is good. Limited card. It's going to be good. 88 for 6 with Trample. Pow, pow. Pew, 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 pew. I guess. Uh, um, you're, all no. over the, you're all over the place on this one. Why? You're, you're reading the spoiler backwards. It's confusing me. No, I'm reading it from the bottom up. Right. What do you think of Vorapede? I think that card is dirt. Yep. Nope, that's gonna be the new fucking Vengevine. Ear, ear. I just thought it was so funny because people were like, oh man, that card's so good in like Wolf Run. Like, yeah, because nope. it already has Trample. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> like, good in Wolf Run. It's like, its body isn't undercosted and it already tramples, so good job, guys. Yay. Yay. <laughs> um, Predator Ooze I like for limited, though triple green's a little tough. Yeah. It's indestructible. Whenever it attacks, put a 1-1 counter on it. Whenever a creature dealt damage with Predator Ooze this turn dies, put a 1-1 counter on it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, like it's just limited, a... Really? Like, triple green for a 1-1? Well, then you'd be killing things? I like it, and I feel like limited's the only place I can legitimately, like, play it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I'd play it in EDH, because for three no. minutes I could just... Like, if I want something that's gonna grow, I'll just cast, like, Primordial Hydra for one, and watch Yeah, it. like, why would P- Predator use? Okay, it's fucking... Not an EDH. Not an EDH, bro. Again, Triple Green's tough for limited, I don't, but I don't think standard, so... Mm, yeah, standard, you wouldn't play this. This is stupid. So, what variety of garbage would you describe Lost in the Woods as? Is is this your run-of-the-mill garbage, or is this... This is, like, the most flavorful, (laughs) thought-out effort put into garbage. This is, like, this is, like, when the hoarder makes... Like, there's two kinds of hoarders. There's the ones that hoard their poop, and then there's the ones that make eight-foot poop snowmen. This is, like, a poop snowman. (laughs) This is one of those top-down designs that we talked about last week. Yeah, it has to be. Like, for a card that is... Anytime a card is this convoluted and does almost nothing, and that thing it does is kind of not even that good, like, that's top-down design. And, um... Yeah, like, this doesn't even exile it, or bounce it to the hand, or, like, or blink it. Like, it does. It just removes it from combat? It's, yeah. It's like maybe a maze. 
Like, I wouldn't even put this in mono green, EDH. Nope. Where you just have now a third maze, and that's pretty good. No, I would just never do that. This card is fucking the worst. And, like, like, it's it's also random-ish, especially if you're being attacked by a lot. Like, you can only control so much of your library. So if you're being attacked by a bunch of guys, like... It's it's also not a May ability. So if, if somebody attacks you with five guys, yep, there goes all your cards... Just all the way to the bottom of the library. And yeah, like which, I mean, it's not normally going to matter unless, like, you're planning... Like, in, you know, maybe if you cast long-term plans or something. Well, it's like, going to matter when you tilt yourself by flipping over your fucking... Uh, your fucking Elbrus the Blinding Blade. That's going to matter. Or your fucking Strangle Root Geist or something. I have Lost n- in the Woods is shit. Yeah. It's shit. Also, it's what it's 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 two. It's it, like if it was like cost three or four or two or one, it would be what undercosted for this effect. If it costs one, it would be extremely undercosted, and I would probably play it. No. At one mana, like yeah. nope, I wouldn't play this at one mana. No. Nope. Mono green one mana, I'd play it. But five mana, five mana. Do you know what I can cast for five mana? Yeah. Like. Nothing's coming to mind. Everything has a fucking Voripede. You could, or like I could. Nope, that's six mana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it just doesn't make any fucking sense to me at all. What do you think of Talons of Falconrath? I think that's gonna win games out of nowhere. I think it's gonna be like Fireball. What the fuck are you? Oh, slow down, buddy. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, I mean, you're skipping other new things, like other new. Yeah, rares. but nobody cares about them. People care like about increasing savagery. You know, Evan Irwin cares about increasing savagery. By the way, if you looked at increasing savagery and you started, like, brewing an invisible stalker deck... Yeah, you're well, Evan Irwin. Well, he's not the only one. Everyone, nope. I've seen I've seen a bunch of people doing it, and they all think they're clever, Ugh. but they're all stupid because, like... Because I don't know. they're stupid. Yeah. And why wouldn't you just play Poison? Why would you brew a deck with Invisible Stalker when you could brew a deck with Poison? And like Lighted Agent? Yeah, or even just like, even turn one fucking that card, Glistener Elf? Yeah. Turn one Glistener Elf, and then you still have all the pump effects that you already have, and you have like Howl of the Hunger Pack or whatever, Hunger of the Howl Pack, that puts a counter on it, and you have Increasing Savagery, which you don't even have to like flashback, like you just you just straight up cast that if you ever make it to turn four, and like nothing kill like kills your guy except for Doomblade, which is they were gonna kill anyway, like like that just doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you do it with fucking regular damage if you're gonna go blue green anyway? Do with fucking poison damage. I'm gonna agree with you on this one. <laughs> but oh, the hunt, but it's it's hexproof. That means there's no way they can stop it with day of judgment. Ugh! Everybody's so stupid. Yeah. Yep. Like ugh. What about uh feed the pack? I know I read this and I don't remember what it does. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not a good sign. At the beginning of your end step. For some reason, that's now what we do in enchantments. You may sacrifice a non-token creature. If you do, put X-2-2 creatures, X-2-2 green wolf creatures onto the battlefield where X is the sacrificed creature's toughness. That's good and limited, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's another one of those things that would be fine if it's... Breakers. Yeah, I mean, again, it's another one of those things that would be fine if it wasn't six mana. 
for like constraints. Uh, I don't know. For limited, yeah, yeah, yeah. limited yeah. fine. For, yeah, know. like it's this is like gutter grime, right? Like it's fine. No, this is better than gutter grime. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, like gutter grime. Like it's pair this with gutter grime and parallel lives. Dude, you can just curve out with that. Turn four parallel lives. Turn five gutter grime. Turn six feed the pack. And then, and like, then, you sack your sack. one mana guy because you've been curving out with enchantments. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just, and then you just have infinite tokens? Yeah. Oh my god, well, you just blown open the format. It's, it's done. Yeah, bitches, you better be metagaming for that, fuckos. So, Talons of Falconrath, you're, you're super excited about this. I'm not super excited about it, I just think it's gonna steal some games from people that aren't paying attention. Yeah. Cause it's, cause it's just fire breathing, right? Like, people are like, oh, it's two for two, but really, like, in the, in the deck that you're playing it in, it would just be, it'll just be fireball, right? Right, I mean, it's better than fire breathing. Um, yeah. But not by much. No, 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 but I just mean, like, you know, attack you, and then you're like, okay, block this guy, let that guy through, whatever, take two. And then you're like, Talons of Falconrath, take twelve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it seems like it's a fireball. Like, it seems like an unintuitive fireball. And again, in Limited, you have to kill them with guys. Like, nothing else kills people. Pretty much. So, I mean, and like, it seems, like, it just seems good like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it will steal games. I'm pretty sure we've had this before. Like, I'm almost um, positive. Like, things like... Like, regular fire breathing. Um, I'm pretty oh, sure. really? I don't know. I'm not sure. I think so. Uh, what about what Markov Blademaster? Move up to that guy. Double strike guy with the... Yeah. Gets the counters and... I don't know, man. Like... I mean, I don't think it's going to make vampires a deck, but I think it's a good no, card. Me neither. I feel like 1-1 one, one for 3 is too much. I think if he was just double red instead of... Th- like I think then it would have been fine, and they've already they've already made this card at double red. It was called Goblin something. Good job, wasn't it? That guy from uh, like oh, World Wake? Warren Gob- Instigator. Warren Instigator, and from, he didn't uh, put goblins into play. Yeah. How is that? Well, that was be- mythic. This is rare, so of course that's going to be better. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like you drop it down to rare, and then you just make it plus one plus one counters instead of put a guy into play and kill you. Although honestly, I'd rather I'd rather drop it down to uncommon, take the plus one plus one counters away, and just slap flying on it. Make, make it, a it white. One, flying one one double strike. <laughs> yeah, for one and two white, because they did that. Mm, yeah. Like okay, it doesn't grow, but whatever. Like that card's better. It's really weird that this is worse than, like... It's not that weird that it's worse than the Mythic, but I think it's worse than the Rare. This is another thing, too, though, that, like... What the fuck are you talking about? Th- no, there's an actual card. Like, it was in Mirrodin, or 5th Dawn, oh. and like, 10th edition. Okay. And it was just a 1-1 double-strike flyer for 1-2 and two white. Mm-hmm. Uncommon. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Weird, weird. Yeah. yeah, I'd play that card. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably, like... In Constructed, I'd play that over this. This is another thing that's going to wind up stealing games in Limited. Because, you know, if you drop this turn three, and then they plan to block, and, like... You fucking, kill them? You, well, you like their guy? Well, hopefully they'll plan on more than one guy, because they'll assume that red has removal. But if they don't, like, you deadweight, or burn, or, like, crossway vampire, or even, like, nightbird clutches to stop a couple guys, then all of a sudden yeah, it's... Because even Night Nightbird Clutches makes this guy a Titan, 
right? Like you Nightbird clutches on turn four mm-hmm. after you play this guy. Like that's a fine play. I would definitely do that. So okay. that I had a three three double striker. Like that's fucked. Like if you limited, get this guy like, to hit once in limited, like all yeah. of a sudden they're really fucked. Like three and like three power double strike is pretty tough. And that's what I mean. Like if you have him and like a like like the talons of Falkenrath or anything like that too, where you can kind of steal some extra damage or something like that's that's that can get crazy. That can get that can get fucking crazy. I'd say that this card is going to make uh, Nightbird Clutches a much higher draft pick for whoever opens this in pack one. Yeah, just probably. like and, just and like Curse of Death. Yeah, like just like uh, how Curse of Death Sold makes uh, the Bitterheart Witch a much higher pick for whoever opens Curse of Death Sold. Like it's the same Sorry. thing. There's curse. What? What? Well, what in, in Innistra, the curse that like all your opponents' guys get minus one, minus one. Yeah. Like if you draft that, all of a sudden you start drafting those bitter heart witches, which you would never take otherwise. The like ones oh, you can yeah. touch to fetch them. Yep. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So like it's the same thing with this and nightbird, uh, nightbird clutches. Like yeah, you're gonna same start with, taking same with feeling of dread. I I would play that with feeling of dread too. Oh yeah, and like red white aggro. Yeah. 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 Well, that's already that's like I a mid level pick, but that's what I mean. Like, like it just I would definitely if I if I open this guy, I would definitely take things like that, right? It just just becomes yeah. better. So, but if you play this in limited, definitely have a plan to get it through the first time. Like spectral flight. Uh, what do you mean? Ugh! That makes him a three-three double. Strike. No, that's one of those things that pisses me off. Because like <laughs> that card's usually bad, but when it's good, it kills me. Yeah, like like, like it when it's good, they cast a turn three civilized scholar and then attack for seven flying. Yeah, and then you're just like fuck. Yeah, then I'm like, oops, like <laughs> I'm dead. Yep. How did this happen? Yep. Yeah, like I mean, I played a draft game one time where I sided it in against my friend Brad because I knew he had no flyers and no way to deal with flyers, and I went turn one, uh, typhoid rats, turn two, spectral flight, and then he died. Nice. And I was like, yep, spectral flight. I'm a brewer now, I guess. But you speaking know, of that, uh, speaking, well, speaking of, of that, though, go ahead. Ray of Revelation, dude. That yeah, Spectral Revelation. Flight's getting shut down. Yeah. Don't yeah. E- don't even draft them because everyone's gonna be packing Ray of Revelation. Also, oh man, Ray of Revelation. Someone like Talons of Falcon wraps you and dumps all their mana into it, and then you're just like, Ray of Revelation, bro. Yeah, but the thing doesn't lose the pump. What? Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Oh. Do you not know how magic works? Nope, I guess not because it fire breathing hasn't on an enchantment of all things hasn't come up very often for me. So no, I I didn't know that. Yeah, is it, no, it'll it says, is it because it says enchanted creature has? Um, instead of if it was like if it said like tap two mana enchanted creature gets, is that why? Even if it was worded that way, like the wording require like if it's an enchantment that just said enchanted creature has plus three plus three, um. Uh, that, that would go away, but if it was like, you know, X mana, it gets plus three, plus three until end of turn. Like, now it's staying. And while you could word it so that it wouldn't stay, that would be unnecessary. That would be awkward, awkward and stupid. Oh, okay, never mind then. Yeah, all of a sudden it's going to start looking like Endless Scream, but even more complicated. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, speaking of Brewers <clears throat> and Spectral Flight, today in the fourth round of FNM, I played a guy who the cards that I saw in his deck were... The Blue Red Land, Mountains and Islands, mm-hmm. and Invisible Stalker, and Spectral Flight, and that Vampire Enchantment that makes that gives plus two plus two and makes you attack for every turn. Huh. So that was that was Constricted Day. 
I think it's just a, t- a pile of like table commons that he found after draft. And it was well, like, this, I'm this going guy, I'm pretty sure this guy's autistic, like an, an idiot savant. Like he knows things about magic that are seemingly he knows the unknowable or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he always plays garbage like this. Always. And, like, because of his mannerisms and the way he talks and smells and acts, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he's, he has either Asperger's or autism. So, you know, I mean, maybe that's, maybe he's up with that. P.S. Why is Fling back? That's interesting, eh? Yeah, I really don't know how to feel about that. I was really actually confused. Fling is back. I was, I was not only confused, I was unhappy. Yeah, me too, actually. I don't know why, but it was a knee-jerk reaction that I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was happy when they reprinted it the first time, because I was like, oh man, it's Fling! I love that card! I was not like that. I, I was really happy when I saw it back in M12, or M11, which was the yeah, first time, yeah. whenever. I think M11. M11, yeah. I, like, I was really happy when I saw that, and then they reprinted it, like, this time, and I'm like, what What the fuck is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? You know, make, also, make some new cards. Like, also, make some new burn. the picture is of a guy cutting off a goblin's head. Or, like, some, like a I think he's, head. oh, he, he's head. only flinging the head of the vampire, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, so, like... So it does damage equal to the, to power the head of the target's head. <laughs> yeah. Also, the, this vampire doesn't even have fangs. Not all of them do. Yeah, they do. Uh, what do you think he of might, Forge he have, Devils? He might have filed them down for, like, cosmetic reasons. What do you think of Forge Devils? I like that card. Well, that did we skip Hellrider, or was that out last week? I don't think it was. Hellrider. It wasn't out last week, but who doesn't know about Hellrider? This card's insane. Okay, well, I'm glad we agree on that, because it certainly looks good. Oh, yeah, this card's fucking insane. Yeah, like, I mean, if you're into that sort of thing, though, which I'm normally not. Into what sort of thing? Like, red aggro strategies. Oh, okay. Uh, Forge Devil, what do you think of this? I think it's good. Oh, like, well, someone's like, turn one Reckless Waif, and you're like, yeah, Forge Devil, you. I don't know. How do I feel about this? This That was more me asking myself than you. Just I figured as much. Hence why I wasn't talking. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. I'd rather just have a fucking um, Spark Mage Apprentice. Yeah, I would too, but that costs three. No, no that costs two. Oh, yeah, I remember that card. I drafted that card a lot, too. Oh, yeah, I drafted the shit out of it. I was talking Fiddlestick Shaman or something. Yes. You but know, one time I got oh, six of those in a draft. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, yeah, you could get really high numbers of those things. And they're fucking awesome in that format. Oh, yeah. Moving on. Um, I don't know how to feel about this. No, it's good. You have a robot boner for it. I almost feel like I'd rather be playing Goblin Arsonists. No, you wouldn't. Probably not. Like, that's probably the incorrect thing to say, but that's kind of how I feel, and, like, I can't fight this feeling, you know? Oh, my God. This <laughs> cast is over. This is the worst. <laughs> Zora Boo. We just wanted to go back to our graves. But, I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's fine. Like, the one damage to you, I'm sure, is going to be irrelevant, like, 90% of the time, so just suck it up and quit being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's good. It's fine. It, it's a first pick. What is? The the Forge Devil. Forge Devil. Yeah. Really? It's not no. a first pick. You're stupid. That was a um, joke. What about Funny. Tragic Slip? That's a common fuck. Tragic Slip makes me happy. 
It's a common. <laughs> it's awesome. That is fucked that that is a common. Dude, I woke up to a text, like, the other day from a friend I haven't heard from in, like, four months just to tell me how amazing Tragic Slip is. <laughs> and I read it, and I was like, yes, it is. Like, it's... I can't even believe it. That's crazy talk. It is. What, that, is, what about Micaeus? What do you think of that? It's going to be a bomb in Limited. That's actually the only bomby Mythic Rare so far. Um... Well, new one. Like, yeah. there's the werewolf. For, yeah, the ones last week. We got all the really shitty ones this week. Yeah. But, no, there's there's good stuff um, somewhere. Maybe. I hear. I hear rumors. You don't hear but, rumors. No, yeah, Micaeus is super good, super bomby and limited. Yeah. Um, but he's going to jump in price in, excuse me, in some number of months in October when... Is it confirmed that the Titans aren't in M13, or is that just like... No, it's not, but they probably won't be. Okay. Assuming the Titans aren't in M13, this guy will shoot up. Like really? Once... Why? Because then he won't be competing with Titans, and then he'll see play, because he's fucking amazing. I guess, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> like, he's amazing, but he's not the sort of card advantage... Like, he's not like the instant card advantage that, like, the great Titans Titan is... Yeah, that's like true. those give you card advantage even if they die the second they hit the battlefield. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, increasing ambition, flashback, demonic tutor for one more. Not demonic tutor. Uh, demonic diabolic. Tutor. Diabolic tutor. Well, I still call the effect demonic tutor, but yeah. yeah, it's it's five mana to tutor. It's a rare, I guess. I don't know. Search your library for a card. Put it in your hand. If it was cast from your graveyard, though, you get to search for two cards. That's actually pretty good. I'd play that in limited. I don't know how high I would pick this card. That's really... It's five mana for the first one in limited, and then eight flashback. Eight like, the, the eight flashback's cards, not that... Yeah. And, like, That's you'll pretty get to good. The, you'll get to the eight. It's just the first one's so overcosted. Yeah. But this is also... Yeah, about- because I found with Diabolic Tutor, even, it was, like, turn four Diabolic Tutor, and then the person's just like, oh, okay, kill you. But that means this is going to be really good in limited, because remember, like, just how wrong you were when we were talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about grass. Yes, remember just how wrong you were. Well, we were talking about grasp of phantasms, and I was like, "It's fine. It's correctly costed. Like, it'll be okay." And you're like, "It's yeah. garbage. Like, it's yeah. fucking shit." That's and- true. <laughs> <laughs> and you were so wrong because that's such a good pick. Yeah, that's true. But it wasn't a good pick until a long time into the draft format. It no, it, good. Was, it was always good. People just didn't realize. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But the people who did realize won a lot, I bet, because nope. they were smart. No, that didn't happen. All right. Uh, what else we got here? But mm-hmm. yeah, so th- so the increasing ambition is probably good and limited. Yeah. It's probably better than we think it is. and It's, it's probably really good. good. I'd play it in EDH too, right? Yeah, triple the demonic more, tutor on a single card. Yeah, like the more and the, also in EDH, like the more tutors you get, the better. And the still and the more, more flashback. Just the more times, just any use you can get out of your spells are good. Yeah, like I I was playing EDH the other day and I Snapcaster Mage something, and somebody was like, "Oh my god, Snapcaster Mage is so fucking good in EDH." And I was like, "Yeah, it is," because yeah, I have play- one in every blue deck, and yeah. I also like, just. I'm, I, I'm, I'm only playing the most powerful spells. Why wouldn't I want to play them two times? Yeah, like I have Riptide Lab in my EDH decks with Snapcaster, even if he's the only wizard. Yeah, I guess that's probably... I mean, I wouldn't do that now that that Riptide Labs are like $15 instead of $0.40. Well, right, yeah, like I had them lying around. Yeah, so... so. Um, 
how good do you think this this re- reverse kitchen finks is? I'm glad you called it that because I tried describing it to that um, that way to people earlier today, and they just were so confused. <laughs> well, it, it actually is exactly reverse kitchen finks. Does it have persist? No, it has the opposite of that. Does it gain you two life? No, it does the opposite of that. Does it come in untapped? No, it does the opposite of that. Exactly. And I think <laughs> that's that's the thing that's really going to kill it, I think. Well, I guess yeah. not really, because if they kill it and it's undying, like it wasn't going to block again that turn. Um, yeah, like it wasn't going to block twice. That we know of. It, it might have. No. Okay. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's... It's bad. Like, what do you think? You say you think it's bad? Yeah. I think the triple black really hurts. Yeah, me too. It's rare, too. Like, it's not like you're going to get two or three of these and be able to build your mono or heavy black, like, draft deck, right? Like, you how high do you not. pick this guy? Um, how high do you pick him? Because, like, if you don't, if you open him and you don't pick him first, he's not going to table, that's for sure. I don't know how high you pick him. I mean, because that's, for, like, limited, I'd rather, well, I'd rather be playing black than green, I think. Yeah, me too. Like if Absolutely. I'm gonna if if I'm gonna commit to triple of a color for a card, like the that primordial not primordial lose, predatory ooze or whatever. Yeah. I feel that's a better thing to commit to triple of a color than this. Really? It well in limited. I think so. Really? Did I just have like a one one unblockable I mean indestructible? Like you would rather have a creepy doll than this? Yeah, but, like, a creepy doll that can attack and become, like, frightening. Mm, like, this I would be... Think, eh, I, I think don't know. I would get it like this. I'm going to commit to triple green and be in the worst color, or I'm going to commit to triple black and rock it. <laughs> remember when you said black was the worst color in this uh, limited format? No, I don't remember that. It happened. Well, I think it actually is the worst color if you're not the guy that's drafting black. Like I think that black is actually really un- <laughs> I, think, I, think black, I don't I don't know. I think black is really underpowered if if people are if people are like if you're fighting people it's tough. Yeah. It's, yeah, like it's 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 not and it doesn't I don't find a whole lot of synergies that it has like the spider deck or the green white travel prep deck or the the flyer deck or the you know what I mean? Like it just doesn't it has a lot of holes I find. Black has a lot of holes. Uh, I mean, I still, I still like every single draft. Too gross to fill. Every single draft I've ever done, I think I'm pretty sure I've drafted black. Uh, but that's because like I was getting pick 45 deadweights because obviously no one else is drafting black. Last weekend I got three victim of knights, and the guy to my left stole one from me because I passed it to him to take a third moan of the unhallowed. Seems okay. Like no one is drafting it because it is weak and people maybe I don't know are stupid, but like. I'm fine whoa, being whoa. the only People person drafting it. Everybody's stupid, yeah. And, like, a couple of weeks ago I drafted and I got two curses passed to me in a row. Wow. Like, it really? happens. Yeah, it happens. But, like, when it's pack, like when it's late pack two or late pack three or even in any time in pack three and you see a curse, like a black curse, are you going to take that? Like, you could probably not. Well, no, you're not, yeah, but, like, I mean, I guess if the entire event no one's been in that color, then... That, and that's what's happening. Like that's happened two drafts in a row with my, the same person sitting uh, or watching me draft, where they're like, "Wow, you just got a pack of five black cards." I'm like, yeah. "Yep, I just take the best black card," and like, no one's taking any cards, and like, no one's cutting me, no one's fighting me for this. I mean, I think what it's going to come down to with how high I draft this, 
like for me personally is how expensive it is because then I'll just take it because it's worth money. Well, yeah, um, absolutely, absolutely. This will be a money card for a little bit for the first little while because I think in constructed it's probably way better than it is in limited. Yeah, uh, I think it it's gonna wind up at least. Well, what is it? What is it at right now? We can just look that up. Okay, so it's currently three dollars. So maybe it's not gonna be a money card. You don't think so? I think it'll go up. It might not hit ten, but it'll hit eight. If it hits six, I'd be happy. Like. I don't know, yeah, and I guess it'll depend on, like, we'll see, like, we'll see what other cards come out to see if Mono Black or Heavy Black Splash, something in Constructed Standard, is playable, right? Yeah. Like, I'd just like to say, as a side note, this show goes a lot differently when, um, all of, all of the hosts are people who play Magic. I feel like that makes it easier to talk about new cards. Are you gonna edit this part out? Do I have to? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to blue cards. I mean, now that you said that, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to blue cards. This is still uh, so weird that we're doing this backwards. It is. Thought Scour seems moderately playable. That's fine. I mean, it's target player, so if you're in the self-mill, spider spawning, and zombie deck, you play this anyway. Yeah, I mean, Draw- it's... Draw 8K, replaces itself, like it's just a cantrip, but you get to mill two cards, that's good. I mean, you would play this as often as you would play, like, um, Reach Through Mist, I think it was called, from Kamigawa, just one blue draw card. No idea. Like, I think it was Reach Through Mist. You just, you pay one mana, you draw a card, and that was that. And now your deck is smaller, and you've lost essentially no tempo because you paid one mana. Yeah, I guess. Is it an instant? Yeah. Wow, that's really good. And, like, people would play that, and, like, occasionally you'd I'd have someone that, yeah. who, like, first picked the unspeakable, and, like, they'd be taking all of, like, the peer through depths, reached into mist, and whatever that third piece I don't know was. what any of these cards are you're talking about. The unspeakable was, like, a 6-6 six, six or 9-9. Nine, nine. It was some giant creature that you could cast for free, like, you could tutor for and cast for free if you cast these three instants in the same turn. Oh, yeah, it was, like, special instance, right? Like, you had to put, a, like, a puzzle together type idea. Yeah, like, it didn't matter, or I think a specific one had to be third. Yeah. But it was, like, a one-mana draw card, two-mana, look at your top, essentially impulse for an instant or sorcery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the third one was, like, draw two, discard one or something. Yeah, yeah. So, like, sometimes you get people, like, just looking for the cards for that. But Yeah. This you, headless... Go ahead. I was going to say, like, people would play it anyway. Like, it's fine, you know, you can play that just to make your deck smaller. Without, yeah, without yeah. planning. If if you're playing self mill, that's even better. If you're playing regular mill, you're probably losing. But uh, yeah, you're an idiot. Um, headless scab though, that's a really good card. Yeah, that is really good. And it's a common too. It is. Oh, a lot of a lot of those. Like the stitch strikes common. The uh, no, I know. I'm just saying. Like, this, is just, this is just another common that you could pick up one or two of and fucking have a good old time with. Like a three six for three is fine. This is like a crab, and then. But he can, you know, like he can attack or he can kill somebody. That's three six, good. I mean, three six is even better than five. That's really good. Yeah, yeah. Like it, three is enough to kill most things, and then six is enough to survive everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, it's, it's hard to go wrong with that until they, I don't know, rebuke it. The rune binder. Oh. Rune binder, rune binder is a good. Oh, the okay. haven't of rune binder. Yeah. Exile a guy from your graveyard. Put a zombie into play. Uh, and then put a 1-1 counter on each zombie you control. Ooh. That is, I mean, that's going to be good and limited. Yeah. And, like, 
I guess that's gonna be a bomb in limited. Like that'll be a game finisher for sure. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's like the and it's in blue. Cemetery. Like that's where all the zombies are already. Right. I mean it's like a cemetery reaper except better. Although like how many zombies are you gonna want to play? Because you have to exile a creature to activate this guy, and all the zombies require you to exile at least one creature too. Well, not all of them. Like a good number of the blue zombies do. Um, you've got like the armored scab who doesn't. Yeah, like also, the black one. But he, I mean, he puts the counters on the tokens too. You don't even have to play. You could be playing blue white spirits and just run this guy to make increasingly large tokens. Yeah. Yep, that's true. I mean, at minimum, you're making the three three for an exiled creature card that you're probably not getting back anyway. Yeah. You know who that drew seems this a lot card? better than getting a one one flyer. Bud Which, Cook drew this card. It is. Bud Cook. Uh, moving That's on. That's not a very funny game. I feel like Counter, Counterlash. Counterlash. Six mana rare counter spell. Counter target spell. That's how you, you know may, it's good. You may cast a card from your hand that shares a card type with that spell without paying its mana cost. Fucking bomb in EDH. Oh yeah. Like oh, counter your spell and then cast like stuff. But it's the, the the thing that's tricky about that is you counter their spell and then you can only cast something that matches their spell. Yes. Like that's I think they should have made it an instant or their spell. I think it's or, still... or they should have said shares a card type with any spell played this turn. Well, no, because <laughs> that seems like cheating kind of. Like it costs you... 6 mana. Yeah, and it's already good enough. You don't yeah. need to make it better. This card's unplayable. It's really not, good. Not EDH, but it's unplayable everywhere else. No, it's not. It's fine for standard. What? Who the fuck is going to play this in standard? I don't know. Someone who wants to, like, counter a it's Titan and then drop an Elish Norn or Consecrated Sphinx for free? Why wouldn't you just play either of those spells for free? What? How would you pay them? play them for free? It would cost the same amount of mana. You play a Titan for six, you play a Counter Lash for six. Yeah, but if you cast the other one, like, it doesn't leave you counterspell mana up open. I That was redundant. This is the worst. This is stupid. Also, it, you have to it's, it's a one or two of. It's not to, the worst. You have to waste slots in your deck for a six mana counterspell. Again, it's a one or two of. It's not the At worst. At most. Two, uh, two is probably... Two, or two is definitely the most. It's at least a one of Making farting noises does not make you right. <laughs> it absolutely does. Ugh. We didn't talk about Lingering Souls, and that's the card that I'm the most excited about. You're going to see this card for like, hey, Bud Cook drew this too. You're going to see this card for like two or three years. Always mm-hmm. being around. Like it's oh, yeah. Just Sorcery Speed, Midnight Haunting, and then it has Flashback for less. Yes. What the fuck? Oh, yeah, it is good. There is no denying how good that card is. Yeah, if people think that's a bad card, then people are idiots. But this is also the reason that the my Twitter feed is plagued with black-white token talk all day. But speaking of black-white token talk, let's let, let's talk about black-white token talk for a minute, if, if we may. So obviously everyone's talking about that deck. People are going to build it. And then, you know, the big sideboard tech against it that people are going to prepare with is Ratchet Bomb. Yeah, sure. We actually skipped another card, which I think is the sideboard tech for the token on token mirror. Sure. Which is a uh, sudden disappearance. I've never even heard of that card. It's five and a white sorcery. Exile all non-land permanents target player controls. Return the exiled cards to the battlefield under the owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. 
Uh, yeah, I guess. It's like six mana, though. Right, but like, well, token on token mirror, it's six mana win the game. And like, if you don't win the but game like, that turn, their stuff's gone anyway. Yeah, I, I think guess it's, it's so. It's, Wouldn't you for six mana rather play like Phyrexian something? Phyrexian blow up. <laughs> um, Phyrexian blow up is that's high on my list, but <laughs> what's that fucking card called? Phyrexian. <sighs> That white thing, and it, it's Wrath of God, but then it leaves you with a big token. Oh, Rebirth. Phyrexian Rebirth. Wouldn't you rather just play that? No, you wouldn't. No, well, you'd only get the one guy. This wins that turn. That yeah, that's true. You just cast this, and then you attack, right? I don't know. It's. I mean, it's really tranky. I think it would be funny sideboard tech. Yeah, it it's, would be. I, I mean, it would work. It's fine. I mean, like six. But the other thing too be... is like the other thing is if if you're getting to six and seven mana, why aren't you just playing like in blue in black white tokens? Why aren't you just playing Massacre Worm or Elishnorn? They do the exact same thing. No, we we can't think like that. Okay. I'm an idiot. I forgot about that. Yeah, but no. The I mean, token on token games go forever. We had a token versus token game. Did and Oh yeah, because it's just giant ground stalls. Because oh, okay. both have infinite guys. Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. I mean, we had... I think game... it's just whoever stumbles first, isn't it? Like, isn't it just whoever... Oh, like whoever misplays first? Or whoever misses, like, like their crusade, or whoever draws too many crusades, or... Do you know what I mean? Like, and not enough guy producers or something? Yeah. Oh, man. That's the first time I've done that. I just severed the bloodline uh, to Robin Sentries. Was pretty awesome. Pow, pew pew pew. Not hey, as good as doing it to his. Is it, hmm? It's 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 um it's the same name, right? Yeah. So if one was flipped and one wasn't, it would have only hit one. Right. Okay. I just wanted to confirm that. Huh. Huh. How interesting. Sever the bloodline. Eh? Such a good card. But back yeah. to the back to the new cards. Oh yeah. Let's talk about those. Yeah. Lingering souls. It's good. Everyone knows it's good. Shut up. Yeah, thank you. Shut up, everybody, you fuckers. So I think that's all the new cards that are of any relevance. Any ones that I'm interested in talking about, anyway. Alright, shoutouts. Right, shoutouts. Shoutout to David Hasselhoff. Germans love him. He also tried to cure uh, E. coli at one point. How'd <laughs> that work out? Uh, well, not very well, and judging from the look of his face, he's actually just melting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else? Shout out to Chris Lansdale. Uh, shout out to Christine Sprankle. Shout out to, oh, shout outs, shout outs. I gotta send a shout out. Oh, shout out to a bunch of people that said like Public Enemies was in their top three, uh, podcasts. To oh yeah, to. I was, I was surprised. Not that people like it, cause like that's obvious. But like, shout out to Norbert, for example. Norbert? I was or like Jonathan Richmond or whatever. I know who Norbert is. Yeah. Shit. Like, he always struck me as uh, too classy a guy for this kind of show. He listens to our show? Yeah, we were in his top, his top three were, it was like the 18 oh. Public Enemies and um, Commander Cast. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, yeah, he does, you, he is, he's, he's like too classy. He goes to like Penn State. Well, look at that. He is kind of classy, like pretty classy to fucking be listening to this, this, this trite. Did you just say uh, trite? <laughs> you mean tripe? Yeah, that's what I said. That's not really what you said. But okay. 
<laughs> oh, this is the, what I was going to say. I have to give a shout out to Steve R. Uh, I think his last name is like Raphael or something. He, um, from last show, he, he sent me an email. He says, Hey there, Jay. After listening to the last public enemies and hearing your demand, you demand non googly eyeball counters for jar of eyeballs, I decided to do a quick little mock up. I figured to make them have some tendons hanging off and give them the look of floating in the jar. Besides, Wait, where the fuck is this? This is in my email address. Somehow he got my email address. I don't know how. All right, Steve. Um, Steve and I are going to have words. And then he goes, besides perfectly round counters would just be boring white circles with pupils. Hope they work for you, and if so, let me know if there's any other fun counters tokens you'd like to see. Other than that, I enjoy your works on both shows. Keep up the rants. So thanks, Steve. Uh, That's awesome. I don't know if I'm ever going to use these because Jar of Eyeballs is like my least favorite card. But if I ever do... These are the counters I'm going to fucking use. Like, I mean, if I draft one, like, I'll use it. That's fine. Like, I'm not going to just cut that card for no reason. I'm just not going to play it in standard. Um, but if I play against some, some baddies at FNM and they pull out fucking Jar Bibles, Smackaroo, Steven Raphael, fucking custom counters. Jeebus don't got none of that. Um, in terms of counters that I would like to see, I would love to just get, like, custom tokens. That would be sweet. Like a zombie or, like, a, like a naked lady. Or, uh, like a soldier, but like a funny soldier. Not like a soldier, like, who's fucking, you know. Like already... a soldier, like a soldier with a mullet. So, like, yeah. you're looking from the front and it's like, alright, you know, he means business. Then he turns around and it's like, oh, we could have a good time while we're doing this. Yeah, yeah, like, after the battle, we'll sing <laughs> yeah. some funny songs and have a body tune. Or, like, you know, like, if you're gonna make it like a zombie token, you can make it like a zombie who also used to be like a clown. Or, but like a funny clown, not a scary, never mind, don't make that. Not like Dr. Roxo. Yeah, like, like one of my friends drew me a custom zombie token and it was a pirate. And then he drew me a custom, uh, a custom, um, soldier token, but instead of being a soldier, like an army soldier, it was like a fat guy in overalls with a pitchfork. You know what? You never hear about zombie pirates. No, you don't. Like, no, ghost pirates all the time. How come, how come pirates always turn into ghosts and never zombies? Like, the sea is, like, filled with disease. They're always getting scurvy. Why wouldn't they catch, like, zombieitis or whatever causes it? Because there's no biting. There's no eating. That's true. You'd probably be thrown overboard for biting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, like, you know, if you could make some cool, you know... Oh, Star Wars tokens! Yeah! 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 Make me some fucking Star Wars tokens. Shout out to that. I'll do something awesome for you if you do that. I don't know what it is, but fuck. That would be sweet. Oh, my God. That's my shout-outs. All right, so I'd like to give a anti-shout-out to Stephen Raphael for sending these things directly to Jay's email instead of to the show's email. No, nope, keep it up. No, because well, no, I just saw this fucker today at F&M. Oh, what? You know this person? I do. Sick. And, like, I could have... You know, I could have said today, I can be like, hey, thanks for the email, those tokens were cool. But nope, I have to find out from you, hours later, that he sent these. I don't even know what they look like, so I'm just going to assume that they look like penises and that he's gay. Oh, man. <laughs> he sent me the gay penis eyeball counters. Well, the word tentacle was in there somewhere. I was only kind of half listening. Um, mm. But anyway, uh, also shout out to, this was weird. We were at the store today, and some dude came in around noon, and he, he like, he holds up this business card, he's like, hey, you know, you know what I do? 
You've never seen this guy before. <laughs> of course, of course. Hey, hey, you know, you know what I do? Like, no, of course we don't. This uh, is what I like, do. Yeah, he's, he was he came selling rock salt, which for rock anyone who's listening to salt and doesn't know, like it's salt you put out on like your driveway or for like us in front of the store on the sidewalk to melt the ice so you don't slip. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's coming door to door. He's like, yeah, I have hundred pound bags of ice, fourteen dollars. Ice. Or 100-pound bags of salt for $14. Okay. So that's like 8% of what that of what 100 pounds of that would cost. Oh, wow. So my boss is like, yeah, I can't lift 100 pounds, which isn't true. But regardless, I think he just didn't want to deal with this guy. Okay. And uh, the guy's like, oh, no, I bring it in for you. He's like, oh, do you have it here? He's like, yeah, it's like right in the truck. It's like, okay, like that's – like this – It's this not like this guy was like, trying to stash drugs or something. Yeah, like, it, I mean, at that price, like, you assume this is stolen, like, from somewhere. Yeah. So the guy's like, oh, yeah, I'll go get you a bag. And we look out, and he's across the street in his pickup truck. He's standing in the bag of a pickup truck. His partner's holding, like, a giant bag, and he's shoveling uh, salt from the bed of his truck <laughs> into the bag. <laughs> so shout out to that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and you bought it from him. Dude, it was fourteen dollars. It's twelve dollars. <laughs> like, you, com- you completed the transaction. It's it's twelve dollars for like eight pounds of the stuff. Of course we did. <laughs> I think we even gave him like an extra dollar for carrying it for us. <laughs> <laughs> That's not insulting. <laughs> well, whatever. The guy's asking fourteen dollars for this. Like for, clearly for truck salt for truck bed salt. Like I'm guessing he stole it from somewhere and just has no idea what it's worth. And how does he? How did he steal it? Like how do you? How do you? You you fucking roll up in your F-150 and you just like you back up to the salt mines and then you you fucking like. Like I can understand stealing like some. What a caper! Yeah, I can understand stealing some bags of it from somewhere, but how do yeah. you wind up with an like entire bag of salt? Like, no, enough just, salt that you're shoveling it into bags by the hundreds of pounds? Like, I'm, just, I'm just picturing, like, a Rube Goldberg machine and that song, like, that, 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 yeah, anti shout out to everyone in Seattle for being pussies for not understanding that snow isn't that scary. Oh God, everybody's an idiot on that side of the planet. Fuck. All right, that's that it. it. Oh, we're done. Show's over. Fuck off. Your mind from a beat from a rhyme, a time for a crime that I can't find. I show you my gun, my only way to come because I'm public enemy number one. One.